Welcome to Destinations. Today, our guest is Darren Suzuki. He's an electronic musician and audio engineer. Welcome, Darren. Hi, thanks for having me. We are talking about your favorite place in the world so far, and that is... Waikiki, Hawaii. All right. Waikiki, we go. First of all, when you get there, what's the first restaurant you dip your toe into? The first restaurant when I arrived in Hawaii that we went to as a family was Roy's Hawaii, uh, right in the heart of the downtown area. We went there on the special occasion first night dinner. Uh, We had a great, great, excellent meal. Everything tasted amazing, phenomenal. Roy is named after Chef Roy, of course, who's extremely famous in Hawaii. Definitely. Yeah, he puts on a great meal and experience for any family on, you know, looking for a full Hawaii experience on that first night. (laughs) And they make it very festive as well, right? Yeah, of course, of course. All the tiki lamps and everything's all set up for you right, right when you walk in. Now, were you at a table where you could actually see the chefs preparing some of the food, or were you out by the water? No, unfortunately, I wasn't. I was out on the patio area. But, you know, you could catch glimpses because the chefs are all in the complete class prep area as soon as you walk in the restaurant. Perfect. All right. From Roy's, we go to another one of your favorite places to hang out. The One of my favorite places to hang out when I went was the China Walls, uh, right on Kokokai Beach Park. Uh, it took a little while to find because it was in a more residential area. So heads up on that if you want to go check this place out. All right. So that is China Walls right on Coco Kai Beach Park. The water just crashes onto the rocks. Huge waves. If you were to picture Hawaii in your mind, this would be it. Excellent. Um, one of my favorite places there is Agu Ramen, or some people call it AGU Ramen, where you can get handheld Korean barbecue and the best ramen anywhere. I mean, they fight heat with heat and the flavors just oh, explode in your mouth like a volcano. <laughs> You told me also you went to Ono Steaks and Shrimp Shack? I did go to Ono Steaks and Shrimp Shack. Uh, they're actually a very, very small hole-in-the-wall place off the beaten path of the main Hawaii downtown madness kind of area. It's on the other side of the island, more towards the Rabbit Island side. I would highly recommend getting the shrimp plate when you're there. That's what I had. That was one of the best dishes I've had the whole trip. Uh, but everything else there is pretty good, too, from what I hear. Other than the food, what do you like about Ono? Uh, what I loved about Ono was that it really gave the vibe of the true Hawaii local native culture and just how they live there compared to, you know, all the other touristy attractions that you could find there. This is kind of a breath of fresh air, giving you the true experience of the, in the Hawaiian vibe. That's what we're all about here on Destinations. We're finding you the the off-the-beaten-track kind of places. Let's go from dining experiences to other kinds of experiences on the island. Darren, tell us about Coco Crater Botanical Gardens. Oh, man. Coco Crater Botanical Gardens. That was probably one of the sleeper choices that I would have (laughs) chose. Yeah, because when I first heard botanical gardens, I wasn't thinking anything much, especially being from Los Angeles. Our botanical gardens are great, but not specifically what you would call tropical. So I didn't know what to expect, but as soon as I stepped foot in there, it was like I was transported to a, a completely different world full of native flowers and great trees giant cactuses, everything that you could imagine there. Uh, they also did have a few uh, ferrets running around if oh, you really? wanted to, yeah, uh, if you wanted to check them out. The security guard's super good friends with them. He knows them by name. So, uh, yeah, you could, you could, uh, you could, you could hit them up if you want to go. <laughs> But it, it's almost like being in a Technicolor Pixar film or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It is. The stunning colors on all of these different tropical plants just pop out at you with every single color on the spectrum. And I kept saying, I'm not going to take more pictures. I'm not going to take more pi-. And you just can't stop. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> You're going to run out of phone memory before you have to. <laughs> <laughs> they also have these ginormous cacti and then this fantastic view from the top, the incredible array of the tropical flowers, bigger than life, all spread before you. And then there's a hike you can take there, right? Uh, yes, that is a hike. Uh, it's not really on the botanical gardens. You would have to exit it and go a little bit towards the Cocoa Crater. 
I personally did not do the hike, but what I hear from the tour guides is that a lot of times people will think that it's not a very big hike because of the length. The length isn't very long, but the verticality of it is super, super steep. So uh, any adventurers out there, you, you're welcome to try it. Want to get those rock hard calves? Go to that wonderful hike uh, by Coco Crater, just adjacent to the Botanical Garden. Let's talk about something you told me about off air, the Oahu Photography Tour. Uh, yes, yes. All the places that I've listed on here, uh, I was shown through that tour. Uh, they have a sunrise tour and they also have a sunset tour. I personally took the sunset tour. I wanted to take the sunrise, but uh, it was a little little too early for us. So uh, <laughs> uh, we settled for the sunset tour, but it was phenomenal, especially as I mentioned before, the China Walls. It's one of the most breathtaking sights you'll ever see at sunset. So take us through the tour. So the tour, we get picked up at the zoo. So you would have to meet them there. From there, they take you all over the island the whole day. It starts depending on which tour you take. Uh, I think the sunrise tour started very early in the morning, something like 4 a.m., uh, whereas the sunset tour started a little <laughs> bit later, yeah, about noon, I'd say. So, But it's an all-day thing, um, meals included in there. So, you know, you get the whole experience. And it's a very small group, from what I understand. It is, it is. It's uh, Personally, for my group, it was about four people, five people. And, you know, it was just one shuttle bus. Every tour guide was super, super personable, knew a lot about the island, locals. So if you really want a full Hawaii experience for a day, I would definitely recommend going there. So they take you into the kind of places where maybe you wouldn't even be able to find yourself as a tourist. Oh, no, you definitely would not be able to find it because this is like stuff that unless you were a local, you would not know. Fantastic. Awesome. What's the one memory when you close your eyes you have lingering of Hawaii? The one lingering memory I have of Hawaii was uh, watching the sunset at Hanauma Bay at the very end of the tour. Hanauma Bay was one of the most breathtaking sights that I've seen too. Just the clearest water in the world. Uh, There's also a seal that beaches there sometimes, so you could Ah. hang out with him too. Awesome. And speaking of um, fauna, as we were, we should mention that in the winter, the whales hang out at Rabbit Island. Yeah, yeah, they do. And especially uh, during the winter, that's the best time to go to because I think the climate's a little bit warmer than that time of year. So Rabbit Island is uninhabited, but you can take a boat to and around it, correct? I believe so. Okay. And don't forget the view at Makapu'u Point near Rabbit Island is not to be missed. Yes, yes. It's one of the most breathtaking ones out there, too. Hawaii, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the food, it's all waiting for you on destinations. Maybe it'll be your next destination. Thank you, Darren Suzuki, for being on the show. Thank you for having me.